Your brain needs support. And new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L-theanine, and caffeine. Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. Today's episode, we're talking about UFOs over Hall, England. Now, Hall, England, I guess the official name is Kingston-upon-Hall. It's a port town. It's located... Uh, Oh, if you look at a map of England, it would be up toward the the uh, north of England, uh, down below Scotland. It's on the eastern side of the coast there. Uh, looks like kind of a pretty town, actually. Uh, shipping area. Uh, a, a busy place. And there's been a history of uh, UFO reports in that area. Now, just recently, we have one that occurred. It looks like... Uh, maybe just a few uh, a few days ago. This here article is from September 26, 2022 by Rahima Mia. The site is Hull Live. That's uh, off of HullDailyMail.co. It says, UFO sighting in Cottingham as woman records bizarre lights outside of her home. Quote, it was bizarre and very unusual. Seconds after I took the photo, it disappeared. Now, I'm... Uh, looking at this picture here that they've got posted on the site, and it's a little blurry, but you can clearly see two uh, bright uh, semicircular lights, and then it looks like a faded light on one end. So they're in a triangle shape. And as I'm looking at this thing, the sky is so dark, I have to wonder uh, if this isn't, you know, one of these classic triangle-shaped UFOs, or, you know, perhaps it's just a formation that's, you know, they're these, these uh, circular orbs basically, are in uh, a formation of a triangle. But like I said, the picture is a little bit blurry, but clearly there's something there. It says, A woman doesn't know what to believe after coming face-to-face with what she thinks could be a UFO. The woman, who would like to remain anonymous, noticed something unusual in the night sky outside of her house in Cottingham, East Yorkshire, on September 5th at 9 p.m. She took a photo of it and sent it to a friend in the U.S. who investigates UFOs. Her friend, Leslie Keene, that's somebody that I have heard of, as I'm sure many of you have. Leslie Keene, an investigative journalist and New York Times best-selling author of UFOs, generals, pilots, and government officials, go on the record, established that it was most likely a UFO sighting. Using her connections, Leslie sent the photo to a lab that examined it and supported the UFO theory. The woman said, quote, there were, there were oval-shaped lights next to each other horizontally, and it was very silent. My first thoughts were that it didn't know. My first thoughts were that I didn't know what they are, and I thought, are my eyes playing tricks on me? It was bizarre and very unusual. Seconds after I took the photo, it disappeared. She felt hot, so she decided to step outside of her house, and she went up to the end of her drive. She looked up at the sky and saw the possible UFO behind a bungalow of the house directly opposite of hers. Now, this is something that we hear so frequently in these UFO sightings is that for somebody will just be minding their own business, maybe sitting inside the house, doing whatever, and they have an inclination to go look up in the sky. This case, she says she felt hot. So she went out to the, to the end of her drive 
to the end of her drive. She didn't just step out of her driveway. She went out to the end of her drive. Then she looked up. It's almost like these things are calling to people sometimes. It's as though they want to be observed. And saw the possible UFO. Well, I don't know if I would call that possible. I mean, she looked up. She took a picture of it. It's unidentified. So it sounds to me like it most certainly is a UFO. Saw the possible UFO behind the bungalow of the house directly opposite of hers. So it sounds like she had to actually walk away from her house in order to get at the angle where she could see this thing hovering above the neighbor's house. It's almost as if she was subconsciously being instructed to leave her house, walk far enough away, and turn around and look in the opposite direction. Quote, it was there for 45 seconds to one minute, and it didn't move, she added. She said that one of the oval-shaped lights suddenly disappeared, and then the other followed suit. It had been raining that day, and the sky was damp, so she wondered if that had anything to do with what she saw. Well, it might have had something to do with the quality of the photo. Like I said, I can clearly see two lights here. Now, the third one in the back, you know, maybe that's just an artifact from the moon or something, but... It looks as though these, if she says they've moved independently, as if these are two separate UFOs then. Goes on and says, no one else saw the possible UFO sighting. Now, we don't know that. The author here is making an assumption. That did, I have to ask the author, did you talk to every single person that was in that vicinity, that area that night? I mean, it, surely there were hundreds of people that lived in those houses. There were hundreds of people who were walking around, driving around, whatever. Did you talk to every single person? And how would you know that you'd talk to every single person who happened to be driving by that night? We see this a lot in these articles. These, these authors just make assumptions in an attempt to debunk these things. No one else saw the possible UFO sighting, but the woman spoke to neighbors who live in a house opposite and asked if they saw anything strange. They told her they woke up the morning after... She saw the lights, and their patio was suddenly covered in soil, which was very weird. That is very weird. The only time I've ever seen that happen is if there's been like a really, you know, big storm somewhere where it, the, 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 uh, the, the wind is, has literally picked soil up off the ground, you know, and dumped it, and usually it's miles away. And for that to happen in just one isolated area, that's quite strange. Despite what she saw, the woman is still a bit on the fence about whether or not UFOs really do exist. Well, here you go. People are presented with evidence. It's in their face. It's obvious. It's standing there looking at them. But they're a bit on the fence. You know, I would just say to this lady that it's okay to say that you don't know. But it's not okay to pretend like you didn't see anything. When we say UFO, all we mean is unidentified. We're, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to tell her that she has to believe in aliens, that she has to believe in ETs, that she has to believe in any of this stuff. But she should at least believe in her own eyes. Despite what she saw, the woman is still a bit on the fence about whether or not UFOs really do exist. However, she knows that there have been other reports of UFO sightings in Hall in the past. Now, I went ahead and did a little research on this and found out that um, indeed 
there have been other sightings uh, of UFOs in the past. And just give us a second here and we'll get to it. It looks like this article here from the Daily Mail says, Hull's strangest sightings unearthed in secret UFO files. Now this article is written by James Campbell. And it goes on, it says, Hull may be deemed the end of the line, but it has proven a popular destination for alien visitors. I'm assuming this is a little tongue-in-cheek. It says, there have been a surprising number of sightings over the last 50 or 60 years with flying discs and curious bright lights being spotted across East Yorkshire's open skies. Some sightings can, be, can easily be explained away as satellites, airplanes, or weather phenomena. These days, such reports can now be drones, and we have more ambitious satellite pro- projects such as Elon Musk Starlink's. Elon Musk, is, they have spelled Elon's last name wrong. Starlink, which has them positioned in a line. Yeah, of course, if you spend any time looking at the sky, by now you've seen Elon Musk's uh, satellites go trailing over. They're all in a straight line. It's usually, I mean, usually you can see a half a dozen or a dozen of these stupid things, uh, you know, polluting the night sky. But other than the sightings are more challenging to rationalize. It goes on, it says, in the last few years, the Ministry of Defense has released many of its UFO files and location history. Mike Covell delved into the online reports re- reports to find out more. Yeah, there's some Definitely some spelling mistakes in this article. Mass sighting. It says, During July of 1967, a number of people as far and wide as Hull, Bridlington, Hornsea, and Withnersea saw a strange light in the sky which moved towards the coast. Staff on a pirate radio ship. Now, if you don't know what a pirate radio ship is, I looked this up, and it says back in the 60s it got to be quite popular over there in the U.K., people would take these ships out into the international waters, which wasn't that far from the coast, or on these old abandoned uh, sea forts, you know, they'd been built during World War II, and they would broadcast from there. A lot of times they would broadcast pop music, whatever, so that's what the pirate ship was. Um, I think it's been outlawed since then, like most fun things. Staff on a pirate radio ship saw it above their vessel and reported it live on air, with thousands of users calling in to to state they could also see the craft. Now, that's interesting. This is a mass sighting, okay, where it's being recorded uh, as it happens. You have the people on the ship seeing the craft and reporting it, and then you have the people on the shore who also are seeing the craft and reporting it. By the end of the show, 3,000 listeners reported seeing it, but it was never identified. Well, sounds like an unidentified flying object. That was a bumper year for sightings around the world, but locally they started in January when whole residents witnessed strange red lights over the Humber and across the city. The Coast Guard confirmed they were not responsible for the lights and even launched to see if it was a stricken vessel in the Humber, but nothing was found. Others claimed the sighting was nothing more than a balloon. The village of Welton was the scene of a bizarre encounter in July 1967. A physicist professor from the University of Hall saw a bright white light land in a field near Welton. He felt a vibration and heard a buzzing noise. He shifted his eyes because of the intensity of the light and next saw it airborne and heading across the Humber. The sighting was never fully explained away and remains a mystery. Well, yeah, of course it wasn't explained away. It's a UFO. It's unidentified. Now think about that. This is a physics professor from a local university. 
you know, wouldn't you think he would be the ideal witness to, to explain to us what this thing was? A physics professor from the University of Hull? Wow. Unidentified to him. It goes on and says, one of the most interesting documents was submitted to the Ministry of Defense asking for assistance into a 1975 sighting from East Hull. It was reported a UFO landed on the Oval on Garden Village. A letter stated residents had been informed that there was a gas explosion and they had to be evacuated, but there were stories of a saucer-shaped craft that was seen landing on the Oval. Now this sounds like a classic uh, cover-up by the government. (laughs) Everybody spots a UFO, but residents were informed that there was a gas explosion and they've got to leave the area. Right. The author of the letter claims there had been a cover-up as the residents were warned by the military to keep quiet and not talk about it. Well, that sounds like a cover-up. A reply from the MOD on the matter was very blunt and to the point, stating that they did not carry out a cover-up on Garden Village. Yeah, well, yeah, we should just believe that. We shouldn't ask any more questions. The half-moon craft of Branch Shalom says during October 1986, a resident in Branch Shalom reported seeing a strange half-moon-shaped object curved on the uppermost section with a red light on the side and a strange emitting white glow. The object was said to be much larger than a passenger aircraft. The sighting was reported to Branchholm Police Station, who in turn sent sent to the sighting to the Ministry of Defense. The craft moved east to west and returned to the east, hovered, then vanished. The report states that around 20 other witnesses saw the craft. Well, this is another one of these glowing orb-type crafts. They seem to be common, and they seem to be especially common around Hull. It says, a craft with a trail of smoke. Once more, Branch Holm was the area for another sighting just a few months later in January of 1987. Again, a resident contacted Humberside Police and spoke to craft at the Humberside Police Station. It says, the resident described seeing a bright red circular object which was closely followed by a thick trail of black smoke. The craft could be seen on a clear evening from the kitchen window and was moving in a westerly direction. Humberside police took the report from the eyewitnesses and faxed it over to the Ministry of Defense. Yes, where it was buried. The flashing hot air balloons is a file in the archives contains a fax from Humberside police to the Ministry of Defense on February 26, 1988, stating that a at 4 a.m. that morning, an eyewitness saw a large craft about the size of a hot air balloon flying toward Robson Way and Leeds Road in the direction of Sutton. The craft had a red flashing light and an orange flashing light, and the case was reported to Humberside Police. The report states that it was snowing at the time. doesn't seem like it would be a very good time to have a hot air balloon up in the middle of the night, 4 a.m., in a snowstorm. At 7.45 a.m. on December 10, 1988, a sighting at Hessel was reported to RAF Waddington and Humberside Police. The witness described seeing a single object that appeared to be a small cloud, but then looked like a small aircraft with a glow around it. Now, this is something we see over and over in these sightings, where these things seem to uh, change uh, shapes change from uh, mechanical objects into almost like a weather phenomenon, as we've talked about repeatedly, This and this seems to be one of those. According to the facts sent to the Ministry of Defense two days later, CCTV footage was captured 
at the Hessel police station of the object which was seen by two police officers were also spotted by the two police officers what also it must mean who who also spotted it while out on patrol but the location of this footage remains a mystery well that does seem to be pretty normal when we do get good footage of these things if it's footage taken by a government agency oftentimes that footage just disappears or we're just told we can't have it now we got a couple more here and then I'll close out but it says on July 5th on July 12 1989 for a period of 15 minutes Eyewitnesses reported seeing a bright white object which changed to red over the Humber from Hull. That's the river that flows through there. The craft was stationary but then began to move and was seen by the naked eye. What was particularly strange about the sighting is that the single craft was then joined by five other lights that began to circle it. The sighting was reported to Humberside Police at Priory Road police station and faxed to the Ministry of Defense on July 27, 1989. This is not strange at all if you uh, read very many of these UFO cases. In fact, that's pretty normal for people to see a craft and then to see lights flying around it. Okay, it's almost, it's almost like you have a mothership and then you have all these uh, other ships or whatever they are that are... Uh, escorting it. This next one says an eyewitness in Keeningham spotted a craft over the village of Septem over the village on September 5th, 1989 and reported the incident to Humberside Police. The craft was hovering for about 20 minutes over the village at 1:20 a.m. It was bright and flashed twice per second. The eyewitness was able to report the sighting to her friends, relatives and neighbors who also saw the craft. The report was faxed to the Ministry of Defense on September 11th, 1989. I'm kind of seeing a pattern here. You know, we're having uh, mass sightings, multiple sightings, good records of sightings, sightings by police, sightings by all kinds of different people, and those sightings uh, all make their way into a report, which finds their way to the Ministry of Defense, and that just seems to be the end of them. Weaving lights. A curious display has was seen by members of the public across Hull during November 1996 when a series of strange balls or orange lights were spotted across the sky. The initial report was sent to uh, the Humberside Police at Hessel, which was then submitted to the Ministry of Defense. And there you go. The fact sheets stated the incident was marked as urgent and that police officers were dispatched but did not see the lights. Initially, Chinese lanterns. Oh boy. Yeah, this is 1996, see, so they didn't have the magical drones yet. Back then in the 90s and before that, it was always Chinese lanterns. Chinese lanterns were thought to be responsible, but the report states the lights weaved in and out of formation, circling, circling each other as they flew from north to south. Of course, if you don't know what a Chinese lantern is, I'm sure most of you do, but it's simply when somebody's dumb enough to put uh, a little candle in it, basically like in a paper balloon where it heats the air up and you have a mini hot air balloon flying across the landscape uh, with, with, a, with a live fire in it. it. Sounds smart, doesn't it? Uh, no fire risk there. But anyway, th these were popular, I guess, back in the 90s and 80s and before. So whenever you had a UFO report, um, the debunkers would drag this one out of the bag first. Must have been Chinese lanterns. Now, of course, I think that uh, Chinese lanterns have been responsible for enough uh, fires 
that they've pretty much either been outlawed or people have been smart enough not to use them so much anymore. But we have drones. So anytime a UFO is reported, the first thing you hear is it must have been a drone. Uh, this last one here says, uh, The Triangle in the Sky. The Ministry of Defense featured a report from early July 1990 that took place just before midnight over Hessel. An eyewitness is reported seeing a strange craft over their house. The craft was reported to Humberside Police and then forwarded to the Ministry of Defense. There you go. The eyewitness saw the craft for 45 minutes. It was triangular in shape and had a square rear end. It constantly emitted a bright light as it moved, then hovered for 30 minutes before shooting off vertically. Now this sounds like one of those, you know, one of those triangle-shaped UFOs. Uh, we've seen these things, and we don't know if they're. Some people speculate they're, you know, ultra high-tech deep state aircraft. Who knows? But it seems odd that something that big could uh, just sit there stationary in the sky for 45 minutes to an hour. Seems a little out of place. But this is one of those that was reported clear back in 1990. It says the document has a handwritten note from Humberside Police which states staff staff could see the craft on the station's CCTV. Now think about that. They get a call from a citizen. Hey, I've got this triangle-shaped giant UFO hanging out over my yard for the last 45 minutes. They look on their closed-circuit television cameras, which they had back in 1990, and they're like, oh yeah, there it is, it's on TV. And what does the Ministry of Defense do about this? Well, they bury it. Humberside Police concluded that the eyewitness was a mature lady and that she appears to be of sound mind and judgment. Yeah, who just happened to walk outside and see a giant, tri giant triangle-shaped UFO suspended over her house and what you confirmed when you looked on your closed-circuit TV cameras? You saw the same thing. So I'd, I guess it doesn't matter if she was a mature lady or a five-year-old kid. You should have videotape of that. Over several nights in July 1997, numerous eyewitnesses across the hall reported seeing a strange craft in the sky. The eyewitnesses all reported their sightings to Humberside Police, the whole Daily Mail, RAF Waddington, and the Ministry of Defense, which left a paper trail of documents that shed light on the sighting. According to one report, at least nine people spoke to reporters at the hall Daily Mail, alone, along with the their sighting of the craft. The first sighting took place at 7.30 p.m. on July 25th, with reports coming in all night and for many days after, with the final sighting coming on August 4th. The craft appeared initially over the Humber estuary and was described as triangular. It floated silently at a constant speed. It moved from the west to the east and headed to the North Sea. This is one of the strange cases where these things come in and they're sighted over a period of several days. And this one looks like, what, about about uh, a week and a half or something? July 25th to August 4th? Hanging around night after night. It doesn't sound like a top-secret operation to me. And as they say, it moved from west to east and headed to the North Sea. You have to wonder if some of these things aren't sea-related USOs. It says one, one eyewitness watched the craft through binoculars, while another state started seeing similar craft over the hall on at least four occasions that year. Another sighting the following day described a silver cigar-shaped object with sharp pointed wings and red lights on one side with green light on the other moving toward the Humber Bridge at a constant steady speed. 
but once it was over the Humber, it flew off at great speed. There were nine separate eyewitness reports. Now, this is something else a lot of us have seen with the UFO activity. You see that the thing's moving slow, and then, boom, it takes off at high speed. No conclusion was ever attached to the sightings, and at the time, but explanations include mass hallucinations, of course, weather balloons, blimps, or Chinese lanterns. Wow, dumb, dumber, dumbest, and unbelievable. That's what I would say. Mass hallucinations. Yep, we're all crazy. The police are crazy. The closed-circuit TV camera's crazy. Uh, weather balloons. Yep, that's really common. Weather balloons just hang out in the same place for 45 minutes, and they're shaped like triangles with lights on them. Yep. Blimps. Yeah, same thing with blimps. They just hang out there all day long, shaped like giant triangles. And, and Chinese lanterns, too. There's just a whole crew of people uh, driving around England, uh, releasing Chinese lanterns into the air with no concern about where these things come back down and what they might uh, catch on fire. No concern. Wow. Here we go. Well, this will be the last one. Craft half the size of the moon. On July 6, 2013, the Hull Daily Mail reported a sighting over South Coates Lane at East Hall. The sighting would make headline news when it was later when it was later in in the International Business Times later that day. The sighting involved a lady from East Hall who was on South Coates Lane Bridge when she saw a very strange light. She grabbed her camera and took several images. She described the object as bright and almost fan-shaped, about half the size of the moon. The object moved in a clockwise direction, rotating round and round, then dropped sharply to earth before rising again. Wow. Well, there you go. I think that might just be like another case of, you know, uh, the observer effect. Uh, she's watching this thing, and as she's watching it, it's almost like it's, it's uh, making movements to show her, yes, I'm here, I'm communicating with you. Uh, might be a little careful about that. You might end up on board that thing uh, on on an exam table. <laughs> anyway, I thought these were interesting. What a what a ton of sightings that we're seeing uh, over this region of the UK there in Hull. It's up on the uh, northern coast, I guess you say, but about halfway up the island there in the UK, on the on the east side of the country. And I found these articles on the HullDailyMail.co.uk. Uh, pretty interesting stuff overall. Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.